Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know what? I'm going to mention this just because I got a head full of steam about it. And while I got a head full of steam, I, I, I mentioned it last hour. I don't get where we are on the whole gender thing. So I was perfectly okay with accepting the whole some men were born a woman, some women are born a man. I believe uh, who won the gold medal in the decathlon. Oh, uh, Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. I believe that that whole thing. But when did we become gender free? When did the whole you, you're not either one thing happen? Somehow I like blinked and missed that. That is straight out of gender, gender theory, critical theory, the gender branch of it. James Lindsay and Helen Pluckrose, Cynical Theories, great book. I'm I'm all, I'm okay with the male or female, and you've decided you were born a female, but you're not a man. Okay, fine. But I'm not cool with the, I filled out some forms just two days ago for my kids. Male, female, neither, or declined a state. What? When did that happen? When did we all decide? So that got packaged in, right? That got yeah. packaged in with the whole trans thing, and you're supposed to swallow all of it whole. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm taking part of it, but not the other part. I say th- I say we reject the neither category. Let's reject the I'm neither. What? What? So the fact that Disney is now going to say Disney is no longer going to say. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, because it would be offensive to the one in a million people who for some reason have decided they're neither or the idea that I that that you even use the term I'm offended. We can't bend over backwards for every single crazy person. I would agree absolutely completely, but apparently there's no end to this. Uh, Tucker is kind of, well, he's not dead to me, but he's badly wounded. Okay, I'm about about to go down the road of, like, we used to mock the old gay marriage argument, where people would say, what's next, marrying dogs? I'm about to go down that road. If If we're going to bend over backwards to not say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, because there might be one human here who's offended by the notion of being a, a male or a female, I'm a neither, then, then, yeah, then speciesists have got to, that's got to be the next step, right? The fact that you implied I'm a human is offensive to me. So we've got to get all human language out of anything at, at Disney because even implying that you're a human, that, that's not much further down the road, is it? No, no, especially because all of this stuff doesn't flow from a logical basis. It flows from a wacky ideology that just insists on obedience. It's not supportable by facts or analysis or data or anything that, that the developed world recognizes as how you base an argument. It's just, it's like a cult. And if you dare reject the teachings of the cult, you will be hunted down. You'll be ruined. Your, your career will be ended. Well, from a, from a calmer, more rational standpoint, if I'm in the trans community or we're concerned about the trans community, I don't like this. No, no, our whole thing was there are women and men. And my brain tells me I'm a woman, even though I was born with, you know, male genitalia. I'm a woman. I've got the I have all the feelings that a woman has. It's very clear in my mind that I'm a woman. I would think the trans community would be against the idea that there no, the idea that there are genders is horrific. 
Oh, yeah, all of it's self-contradictory. When, when you pick it apart, it's absolutely insupportable. It doesn't hold together. Well, as many but, people have pointed out from last week with the Supreme Court hearings, Joe Biden declared he was going to pick a woman for the Supreme Court. And then that woman would not answer a question about what a woman is. Mm-hmm. But so is Joe Biden a biologist? When she said, I'm not a biologist, did Joe Biden hire a biologist? Or was he a biologist to make sure she was a woman before he God, picked what her? what a great question. Since he had promised to pick a woman for the Supreme Court, which biologist stepped in and gave him the list of people they determined to be women? I really think it's worth reading, and maybe I'll grab it and, and read some highlights from Cynical Theories for you, maybe tomorrow on the show, but part of the the idea of the, and this comes from, you know, like the French philosophers in the 60s, and the stuff evolved, and it changed, and now it's been Americanized in a way, but one of the things they believed in was, and I know this is so egg-headed and, and, and dopey, they wanted to erase all binaries. They wanted to erase the very notion that there are men and there are women. They're gay and they're straight. They wanted to just, and for reasons that it would take hours to explain, because it's just bizarre. It's people who sit around and smoke skinny cigarettes and think way too much, come up with this stuff. But they want to confuse you into thinking there's no such thing as men and women. The fact that you're left completely befuddled and frustrated is their point success i get that those people exist that philosophy why the trans community would buy into it i don't get though um if if you're happy that the world has finally come around to the fact that yeah in my mind i am a woman even though i was born you know physically a man you know it unbelievable change in that over the last decade in terms of attitudes toward that is being completely stripped away by saying, no, there's no such thing as a man or woman. Why is the trans community not fighting that? I mean, the actual trans people, not the the activist philosophers you're talking about, the actual, you know, you know, he he was Fred in sales and now he's Frederica. That guy, that now woman, Mm -hmm. I would think would hate this. No, no, you're telling me Aren't that isn't the non-gender community telling those people they're crazy? Well, it's the problem is though that's this sort of ideology. It doesn't move in a linear way that you can track. It kind of swirls in society, and you hear these attitudes espoused, and activists say this, that, and the other, and it goes back to your idea of the confederacy of lies, where the trans people don't dare criticize the uh, Black Lives Matter mm. people, who don't dare criticize the uh, reparations people, or whatever. Um, it's a it's a conspiracy of silence, and if you are a trans person and you're hearing all around you that the new thing is that uh, kids aren't either. You're not a man or a woman. In fact, nobody even knows what a woman is. It's impossible to even define what a woman is. Then you just shut up and you say, yeah, yeah. Well, you you don't need me to speak for you, but hey, trans community, I think the there is no such thing as gender. It's a construct. People are telling you you're crazy. In a way, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if there's no such thing as men and women, and you're a man who feels like, a, you know, the W word, uh, what's the matter with you? There's no such thing. And then again, the, the part that bothers me is that, and, and the fact that it's taught to little kids is just repugnant. But the idea that if you are an effeminate boy, it's because you're really a girl sounds really bigoted to me.
And if you're a butch woman, you're actually a dude, idiot. Get the surgery. That sounds so bigoted. You can't be a, a more masculine woman in this new postmodern worldview. What the hell is that? It's disgusting. And the fact that a corporation as giant as Disney is going to buy into the fact that there's just no such thing as gender. There's just not. There's not boy or girl, which, again, is a w- steps way beyond trans. Because you're saying the whole thing is made up. And Disney's going to buy into that for the, I can't imagine what percentage of people who believe there's no gender. It's got to be a very, oh, you know, that very tiny me. percentage of people. That reminds me, I meant to use a clip during the tsunami of wokeness during hour two. If you missed hour two, grab the podcast, either at armstrongandgetty.com or wherever you like to get podcasts. Where is that? Uh, Why, while you're looking, the fact scan on the sound list. Yeah, the fact ahead. that the official forms that I fill out now for varieties of things with my kids already include neither as a gender. How did that side win so fast? That the forms are ready to go, boy, girl, or neither. Decline to state. Decline to state. When did people stop declining to state whether they're a male or a female? When did that become a thing? But it's already in the forms. Well, a key aspect of this, you have to remember, is that that sort of ideologue has penetrated media and education, uh, most notably. And then they have the year of government, so they've uh, penetrated government, too. But the number of actual human beings who buy into this stuff is actually very, very low, but they're wildly, wildly overrepresented. Uh, I finally found the clip I'm looking for. Michael, this is a montage, uh, montage of teachers pushing the gender identity thing for little kids. Uh, the final clip is kind of visual. She At the end, she gestures to a rainbow flag, but clip 63. This has been my first year in preschool with a class of my own. We've been talking about gender and skin color and consent and empathy and our bodies and autonomy. It's been fabulous. I teach my elementary school students about gender identity. Some people are girls, some are boys, some are both, some are neither. I might tell this kid, we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to. And he like looks around and he goes, oh, that one? (laughs) Pledge your allegiance to the rainbow flag in school. All right. Yeah. And those are not isolated examples, man. There are a lot of those folks in schools. She can be both or neither. Neither. Now, you see, I, I never know where we are on the, the scientific backing of these things or the, uh, the, the um, uh, level of acceptance at the high levels. How many people are both? Well, according to Alex Jones, all the frogs in Houston County got both sets of genitals. All right. No more, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I won't say it anymore. Because I wouldn't want to bother the one in a million at the most people who are in that category. Well, and, and those offended by it is probably a bigger number because they have been indoctrinated their entire lives up until today, probably in class today, being told that they should be, they must be offended. And in that example of the Kansas school teacher we have, we, uh, we gave, if you're not offended, somebody should be offended on your behalf and make a big stink about it. So uh, we're raising our kids to be this way. Yeah, I've stated the same thing 
it thing <laughs> the same thing eight times, but it just we moved from we moved from one thing to another thing so quickly. So the the except trans that's a man who who believes he's a woman. So now respect her as a woman. Call her she and by her female name. Okay. Now there's no such thing as man or woman. Wait a second. You just got me on board with the whole. He he's a woman now. Now you're telling me that he's not. Right, exactly. Probably what you ought to do is say, yes, I will comply. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I will comply. Whoops. I use gendered language. Yes, folks, with an X, I will comply. And you get on your knees and you do what you're freaking told. I I, I just, I don't know. Maybe we'll have some trans people uh, text or email. I would think that this is a step backwards for you, having fought for the ability to be considered a woman or a man. um, Now it's taken away again. Uh, text line 415-295-KFTC. Ah, just, I can't keep up. I need, somebody needs to print a book. That's one of the things in the Cultural Revolution that I found so interesting, that people would actually get up in the morning sometimes and read newspapers to see what words or phrases or things were now acceptable or not acceptable, because they changed that fast. Mm-hmm. And you had to be on the right side of it. Uh, stay with us. Please do not use gendered language to, to address everyone. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. From the beginning, Putin has been a warmonger with a sour face. He obviously thought he could run over Ukraine while President Biden was under constant attack by Fox News and ever more poisonous right-wing political organizations. That is Tom Brokaw blaming Fox News for the invasion of Ukraine. That's nice, Tom. Now, wouldn't you like some Jello? And I think Mr. Jones would like to play checkers. Yeah, we need to stop hearing from Tom Brokaw. And nobody wants him anymore. He's got it like his own webcast from home, as you could tell by the audio there, because NBC doesn't have him on anymore. Because he's just yeah. uh, put him out to pasture. Um, this headline that I know Joe's going to talk more about. This just came across my phone. Washington Post alert. A Washington Post review has confirmed key details of Hunter Biden's laptop. Uh, hey, welcome to the party. Um, everybody's left and we're cleaning up and it was two days ago. But gosh, thanks for coming. Oh, a bottle of wine. Well, Thank you. Everybody who watches Fox or reads the New York Post. But if you didn't, you didn't know any of this stuff until the New York Times a week ago on the Washington Post today are willing to say, oh, yeah, that stuff like right before the election turns out. It turns out it was true. Probably should have looked into it a little more. Oh, well, what are you doing? I'm talking about this. You don't I'm bastards. talking about the Washington Post themselves because they in the New York Times were acutely aware of the laptop story and were running letters, phony lying letters from intelligence professionals saying, oh, this is Russian disinformation. Uh, we got this text. How's Disney going to handle the whole princess thing? Because that's a lot of their, uh, their, their, their financial everything is just the idea of a prince and a princess. Got the costumes and the movies and the rides and everything like that. Are they going to have to abandon that? I don't know. I don't know how that works. Got to yeah, I got to admit, I find the, a lot of it just tiresome. But it is—it's uh, a canary in the coal mine. In what way? 
Just that uh, if if major entertainment corporations are bowing to the most fringy ideologues like that, it's a sign that hey, there's a, there's a gas seeping in. We probably ought to do something about it. Okay. There's a flamingo that escaped from a Kansas zoo in 2005. It's now been spotted in Texas. <laughs> So, one obvious question you would have, if you've ever seen, I may have seen this at the uh, Sedgwick County Zoo in Wichita. I used to go to the Wichita Zoo all the time. I may have seen this very flamingo. Uh, Disappeared, has been found 17 years later, several states away. I have seen flamingos at the zoo. How in the possible world would you tell one from another? (laughs) I don't know, is this one blue or... Uh, they got human hands. It had a tag what? on its foot, as they often do. Number 492 has been spotted in Wisconsin, Louisiana, and Texas. So it's on the lamb. It's a flamingo on the lamb. Oh, speaking of birds, uh, as long it as doesn't have are, a leg to stand on, as far as I'm concerned. There, <laughs> hilarious. There's a uh, there was a, a social media posting from this roller rink in San Francisco. It's a, a former Catholic church that's now the temple of roller skating or something like that. And there were a couple of owls up at the top who would bob their head and move to the music, and they cool. were real proud of it and everything. Yeah, except the owls were terrified and overwhelmed by the sound and light. And a rescue organization saw the post and said, "Oh my God!" and rescued them. And they were one day from starving to death. But the morons there at the roller rink were like, look at the cute owls. They dance to the music. Says her owls, aren't they great? Yeah, have you noticed how they just sit up there? They haven't left. They're starving to death, idiots. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Our report exposed extensive financial relationships between Hunter and James Biden and Chinese nationals connected to the communist regime. More precisely, these were Chinese nationals connected to the Chinese government's military and intelligence's service. It would help a little if Chuck Grassley weren't 117 years old, but that was Chuck Grassley uh, talking about the investigation into Hunter Biden and the Biden family's finances, connections, foreign foreign governments, influence, and access peddling, etc. Well, it gives him gravitas that he was involved in the opium war, so... <laughs> That's true, he knows China. Absolutely. So, you know, to point out that if this were Donald Jr. and Eric, the entire American media would be going ape-ass is a little tired. It's true, but it's tired. If there were a single leak from the Manhattan DA's office that suggested that Trump had said a uh, building was worth more or less than it is, that would be on the front page of the U.S. Times. Fair enough. It's just the way the world works in American media. But the stuff that is coming out about uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, a bunch of receipts and emails and all sorts of things, is it makes it infinitely clear that Hunter was given contracts with companies all over the world, in particular China uh, and Ukraine, Russia actually too, for reasons that are utterly unclear from his resume. And he made a tremendous amount of money through them. 
And there were frequently, they were frequently in countries where his papa, the vice president, had a lead role in America's foreign policy. Yeah, I, well, I just read the whole new Washington Post story that just came out today. One aspect of it is uh, in like the third paragraph. The Washington Post says this information was already available in a number of sources and was confirmed by Hunter Biden's laptop. So they're trying to make it sound like this is nothing. This is stuff that was available in other sources and the laptop also was true. Um, Yeah. You see, the thing with the laptop is that y'all denied the laptop was a story at the time. So just throwing in all of a sudden as an afterthought in this story that, by the way, the laptop's true. Okay, I'm not going to let you get away with that. But uh, having read the whole story, yeah, there's still no making, you know, tying it to the president where it would be, you know, doom his presidency. But beyond a doubt, rich people and corporations were giving Hunter Biden money because they thought they were getting influence with the president. I mean, there, there's no doubt that's true. Now, whether he was or not, it will always be hard to nail down. Politicians are really good at making sure it's hard to nail this down. You know, what's a contribution versus a bribe is always squishy. Freaking yeah, although, always. But, but, although if your connected son is making millions of dollars from foreign entities, that is at the very least a huge appearance of impropriety. Well, he's an immoral crackhead, so Hunter sure. Biden's capable of doing anything. And Hunter, like you're a loser. Like I've said, the fact that he'd be willing to flat out lie to his dad's face and screw his dad wouldn't that's the that's the way crack addicts behave. They'll throw their own mother or father under the bus. Doesn't mean that Joe Biden wasn't aware of this. But clearly, the people that were giving Hunter money thought they were getting something from it. I mean, well, there's yeah. no way they would have given him all the money. He had. There's no reason to give Hunter Biden this money unless you think you're getting some play with his dad. Well, and there's a hell of a lot of evidence that they were getting the play with the dad. The fact that Joe Biden's uh, brother was involved in Hunter's business dealings. The references to the big guy, uh, Tony Bobulinski, his testimony. Nobody has impeached what he said yet. Nobody on any level. But they've just chosen to ignore it. The Because he was by the on way, Tucker Carlson on Fox. So right. it's not a story for 60 Minutes or CNN or anybody else. All right. The Federalist has been writing extensively about this. He, they break down uh, eight. Uh, the, well, they, they make the point that merely admitting that the laptop is legitimate is not enough. Rather, by concurring in the authenticity of the laptop and the emails, the supposed standard bearers of journalism have also implicitly acknowledged the validity of the scandals spawned by the porn-filled MacBook. And notwithstanding the salacious source of the documentary evidence of the scandals, the scandals are not about Hunter Biden. They are about now President Biden, then Vice President Biden. Biden. And they go through the eight Joe Biden scandals des- deserving further coverage, pay to play in Ukraine. And there are plenty of details, but I don't want to spend the whole show on it. China gets in the game. They talk about the many hundreds of thousands of dollars Hunter made directly and the millions of dollars invested in his company by uh, sources in China that were closely connected to the communist China. Uh, I'm sorry, the communist Chinese. The uh, Moscow, Kazakhstan, and a couple of other more other relationships in the former Soviet Union, the firing of the prosecutor, which is not how it had been betrayed, um, the Obama Biden administration ignoring conflicts of interest, 
Um, let's see, the possible collusion to interfere in the 2020 election. I thought this was interesting. An honest press should investigate whether now President Biden or anyone else connected to his then-presidential campaign pressured reporters, media outlets, or companies like Twitter and Facebook to censor the Hunter Biden story. And what about the 50 former intelligence officials who publicly declared the laptop resembled a Russian disinformation campaign, something clearly untrue? Did Biden or his campaign coordinate with those individuals, several of whom had endorsed the candidate in the release of the letter? And then they actually get to one more point about uh, Joe Biden being a lying dog-faced pony soldier. After a, <laughs> after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, beloved sponsor of the Armstrong and Getty Show, named recently by U.S. News, PC Magazine, Popular Science as the best home security you can get. The best. And you'd think if it was the best is going to be, you know, close to the most expensive, but it's certainly not. Simply Safe is less than a dollar a day. You can set it up yourself in around 30 minutes. It's really easy to use, no long-term contract, so you're not stuck with it for a year or two, even if you decide you don't like it. But it is backed by the best 24-7 professional monitoring in the business, ready to dispatch police, firefighters, or EMTs to your home. Yeah, and, and the outdoor wireless camera where you always know what's going on in uh, in and around your home, even when you're at work, that sort of thing. Just love that. And you can customize the perfect system for your home in just minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera. Cool. Plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Oh, you know what? The one part I left out that I absolutely want to get to from the Hunter Biden laptop uh, influence peddling thing with Joe Biden um, is they point out in the Federalist that the laptop we're always discussing was actually the second laptop that Hunter lost. That was the one he abandoned at the Delaware repair shop. The owner uh, handed it to the FBI. Then when nothing happened for months, he went to Rudy Giuliani, which did not do anything for the credibility of the story. Let's be no, honest. No, no, that <clears throat> did not help anything. But there You was, don't know what you're talking about, idiot. <laughs> Touche, Mr. Governor. America's, or Mr. Mayor. America's mayor. Uh, but there was another laptop, the one Hunter believes Russians had stolen from him when he was binging on drugs and hookers in the summer of 2018 in Las Vegas. While the public didn't learn about the existence of that earlier laptop until August 2021, the FBI knew about it as early as 2019 when they took possession of the second laptop that Hunter left at the repair shop. Among other material contained on the second laptop was a video of Hunter Biden recounting the circumstances of the first laptop disappearing when he was partying with Russians. Significantly, on that video, Hunter Biden said his first laptop contained a ton of material, leaving him susceptible to blackmail since his father, quote, was running for president and Hunter, quote, talked to him about this stuff all the time. It's inconceivable, they write, that the FBI and the intelligence committees did not brief Biden on this discovery and the risk of blackmail, given that former FBI Director James Comey briefed Trump on the stupid Steele dossier. So when Biden was asked in the debate about it, and is this Russian disinformation, he said, that's what I've been told, well, unquestionably a lie. Political families do this so often, though. I'm not trying to excuse it or say it's not a big deal. It is a big deal, but it's just they're so good at it. And... And we allow it because I guess it's hard to figure out, you know, 
campaign contributions or charities and separate that all from flat out bribes and all that sort of stuff. And these families, you know, the family has a bunch of money and it just it has homes and pays for planes and hotel rooms and just, you know, the brothers and the wives and the kids and it's just everybody has right. a lot of money. And the people that have been in D.C. for decades you know, they're, the, to what extent people are getting something from them for the money is so hard to nail down that they all get to do it. Like that Menendez dude who's still, you know, a powerful figure as a, 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 a Democratic senator who had, the, he was flying in girls from other countries and had that weird doctor down and he never got busted for, he got, he got away with it. Yeah, and got acquitted. Yeah, he was hanging out with the biggest uh, Medicare fraudster in the history of Medicare. Or Gavin Newsom in California with the PG&E, the energy company that burns people to death, giving money to his wife so she can make a documentary, so he'll turn a blind eye to the fact that nobody's doing oversight. I mean, all these things just get so messed up with the family members. I don't know how you ever nail anything down. And I'll bet a guy like Joe Biden, I'll bet this happens all the time, that he's convinced himself in his own mind because there was never a direct conversation where somebody says i'll give you this if you do that he's able to convince himself in his own mind no no i'm clean i you know nothing wrong's going on the fact that my son's got millions of dollars and i went and took a trip here and took a picture with you and did this and that you know they're, they're not connected i think i think they convinced themselves of that you know you've been, you've been incredibly charitable to joe biden on this question i i think you're wrong um, but, uh, you know, I can't prove it. I, you know, I'm reminded of when Tony Bombolinsky asked uh, Jim Biden, James Biden, now, why are we doing this? Why am I jumping through this hoop? And Jim said to him, plausible, two words, plausible deniability. They know precisely what they're doing. Joe Biden knows precisely what they're doing. But, you know, I can't prove mine any more than I can disprove yours. One well, final and, note. And I, and I think there's way more of this goes on. On, on among all politicians and anybody wants to recognize for some reason they're, they're just the, these dirty families that get to yeah. stay in power in a in state governments or at the federal level for decades and of course they all have all these tentacles to all the charities and the various oh, ways yeah. that so much money flows through speaking of which 2020 tax filing shows that the Bo Biden Foundation received just under 4 million dollars in donations it spent only 500,000 on its missions uh so again 4 million in donations 500,000 expended on its mission it spent only 58% of its budget on its mission the rest of it went to six figure salaries of the executives of the foundation of course and then if you could tie this all together you know somebody should do a really good documentary on this it'd be so many tentacles but then there's the donate there's the charities and the donations and the foundations and then the money for the colleges because all their kids go to the best universities in the country and we mm-hmm. know that it's all phony and it's all tied together. Yep. It's, it's really quite disgusting. That You'd think perhaps the mainstream media would have some interest in it. Oh, that is it's it's beyond awful. The Washington Post and the New York Times have spent more time on it in the last couple of weeks than uh, than I than I would have expected. I hope it goes further. Boy, you're right. Why has the Washington Post not done the big interview with Bobolinsky? Just politics. Because they don't want to know. They've got a side, and that would hurt their side. Um, woman gets lost in a parking garage, which has kind of become a meme, and I uh, wanted to talk about that. What was the other thing that I had? That was another good thing. 
I promise you it's a good thing. Oh, I still haven't paid off what the hottest new trend is, Delicor. This you need to know about. <laughs> Stay tuned. For the productive segment, wasn't it? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, I'm going to freak the f*** out in two seconds. Two f- seconds. Okay. I parked on floor f- five, okay? I could have swore I parked, like, in one of these. No. And then I, like, did my little key thing. My car is right f- here. Okay? Brady is right here. Down. Okay? So, this is up. So, this is up. Uh, if you want to watch so the video of this going. woman freaking out over having lost her car in the parking garage, we have that at armstrongandgetty.com. But it just amused me because um, I was in that situation recently, you've probably been in before, where those those various angles of the parking garage, your car is over there. Oh, yeah. You can't figure out, do I go up or down oh, yeah. or what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I have uh, gotten trapped in that maze like a rat. Yes, Michael. Have you ever gotten to the point where you're convinced the car has been stolen? Well, yeah, yeah, that's that's a different situation where it's like, this has got to be it. But the, like, I can hear it, it's beeping, it's right there, but is that, or sometimes I can even see it, and I can't figure out, because there's the alley in between, do you go right. up, how do you get there? Yeah. You can't get there, clearly you can't get there. Um, See, if I can't find my car in a parking garage, I sigh heavily and think, what an idiot. All right, let's think about this. No, no, let's no. go systematic. Turn on your phone, video yourself, then post it to social media. Um, couple of things for you here. Alex and Hilaria, his wife, Alex Baldwin and Hilaria, who was Hillary in the Boston area, but then became Hilaria the Italian at some Spaniard. point. The Spaniard. And she is unintentionally hilarious. And I don't think Alec Baldwin knew she was Hillary from Alex Boston. Baldwin. I think he thought he was marrying Hilaria from Spain. But anyway, they just announced they're having their seventh kid. Can someone, Alex, give me an, an age on Alec Baldwin. He's got to be pushing 70, doesn't he? It's a little old to be having your seventh kid. How old well, is Alec just Baldwin? Shot that He's 63 woman. years old. 63, okay. 63 is pretty old to have your seventh kid. And Hilaria is 38. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's a so good thing she's that young. She's putting out like a Pez dispenser. And uh, and he's got to teach those kids gun safety. I think right. that should be his, uh, his role. She's got father. to teach them Spanish. <laughs> um, interesting Chris Rock update. One, his comedy tour starts tonight. I didn't realize it started tonight. Tickets are like have gone through the roof in terms of expense, but it, it's impossible that he doesn't talk about it on stage tonight, right? Oh, he's got to. Wouldn't the, if he did a whole out like a ninety-minute set of you know hilarious Chris Rock comedy, which I'm sure would be good, but then said, "Okay, good night, I'm out. Thanks for coming." But people would start booing if he didn't oh, yeah. mention. <laughs> They'd slap him again. <laughs> but here's something I didn't know. So this uh, surfaced just a couple of months ago. He was doing a podcast with his buddy David Spade from back in the SNL days and talking about. Um, uh, all the fights he was getting in as a kid because he was little, and he says because he was black and got bused to a white school, he was getting beaten up all the time. I'm horrified by the idea that white kids would be beaten up a little black kid because he's black, but that's what that's Chris horrible. Rock... horrible. Oh, it's horrible. just... It's yeah. beyond horrible. But anyway, 
he, at one time, in one of the many fights he got into, there's one kid that was causing particular problems. He put a brick in a sack and took it to school, hit the kid with a brick, which put him down, and then stomped his face, he says, like Joe Pesci, to the point that he was worried he'd killed the guy. Oy! So that's the sort of scrapping background Chris Rock has. And <sighs> um, uh, and and he, he had to get therapy because he was so worried about his own temper and how far he had gone. And like, and since then, he's always been, he was always like, really works to keep his temper in check because he realizes how far he can go when he, when he gets set off, which might have been a little of his kept his hands behind his back, continued to stand there calm is that he like deals with that apparently with a therapist on a regular basis because he's scared of his own temper and what he has done in the past in fights, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. That is that is some story. So I, I'm sure it will leak out to a certain extent what he says tonight on stage in his first appearance of, of saying anything since the incident. Hey, Michael, play clip 11. This is Jada Pinkett Smith, who started all that. Well, she kind of was in the middle of all of it. I had to learn to get the courage to just go, nah, I'm not doing that. Which is why I feel the freedom today. I don't give two craps what people feel about this ball head of mine. Because guess what? I love it. That was three days before her husband beat a man down for <laughs> referencing her bald head. And then, uh, yeah, whatever. I think, I think, I think Will Smith, uh, remember after Tiger Woods, there was a big lesson that we all learned. You have no idea who these people are. I think mm-hmm. Will Smith is different than everybody. The smiling, good looking family. I think he might be a bit of a nut job and his wife and the whole thing. Who knows? Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> 